Welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. My name is Corriday. And my name is David. I'm feeling more alive in this one, I can't even lie to you. Um, I'm actually so upset that that other stuff didn't record you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, never, I'm so upset. Uh, anyway, so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about this guy really is not feeling happy right now. <laughs> Bless you, child, in the name of Jesus. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about middle child syndrome. Now, it's a good thing that God is a God of another, mm. you know, of another take. Because mm. I wanted to clarify, middle child syndrome is the belief that middle children are excluded, ignored, or even outright neglected because of their birth order. According to the law, some children may have certain personality and relationship characteristics as a result of being the middle child. That's just from a Google search, all right? It's just from a Google search, um, asking the question of whether middle child syndrome is, the real, is an actual thing. Um, but we have a middle child here. I, that's, it's not me. I was the firstborn. As you can probably tell. What does that mean? Ugwe. <laughs> and not even, you know, a lot of firstborns are seen as the test dummies. It's like, okay, you know, you're the firstborn, you know, let's see how the firstborn goes. And even like with having kids, it's like you have your first baby and then you now you've done that, there's a lot more confidence, you're a lot more relaxed when it comes to the second child for a number of couples anyway. But that notwithstanding, you're the second born, the, the middle child. We have a young, we have a lovely like uh, little sister, um, who's not so little anymore. Bless her. Younger, not little. Big difference. I yeah, learned that younger. Yes. So, as the, so, talk talk to us about the middle child, and and we understand that there may be a number of people who are listening to this who are the middle child themselves, or have a younger brother or sister who's the middle child. Right. So maybe talk to us about your experience, and then I suppose, yeah, let's let's start there. So yeah, for me. Um for me, being a middle child, I felt I, f I felt most of these things when I was younger. So we're talking seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, around those ages, where you know, every time at church, the old the oldest sibling would always get called out. Oldest siblings, you know, come forward, come pray for you, special anointing for you. Bring bring a picture of your eldest child. Bring uh, your, the, write down the name of your eldest child on a piece of paper. But it's like for me, and this is me talking from my personal experience. Mm. It's like you grow up seeing that, especially for the for, with the firstborn in the house. They have so much responsibility. Um, you know, they're put in charge. They're saying mom and dad's gone out. Um, you know, you're in charge. Anything goes wrong, you listen to your eldest brother or eldest sister. You know, they 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 are given the power. They're given the authority. Mm. Um, and it's like, when you're, especially when you're the age that I was between, you know, six to 11 or six to 12, it's not fair. Like, why? That's not fair. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, as a lot of kids behave. And that's the mindset I had and it just wasn't fair. So, you know, you have your older sibling who gets all this responsibility and, has a little bit more of a seat at the table once you're hitting teenage years as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. they're a bit older, parents are more inclined to listen to them, especially if, you know, because I believe there's always two ways an eldest child will go, mm. either the right path or the wrong path. Because as you said before, um, they can, first firstborn children can be seen as test dummies. So, you know, they're the trial and error. So let's see what parenting style works. If it works with them, then I can use it for the rest. If it doesn't, then I can alter my approach. Mm. So, you know, if they've gone to the former route and, you know, the child's turned out great and they turn out to be calm 
you know, wise and stuff, they have more of a seat at the table than other siblings. Mm. With other siblings, it's just like, if I did it when I did it with your brother and it worked with him, I'm doing it with you and you have to listen. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So then you have that on one side for me. And then on the other side, you have my little sister. Um, she was the only girl and the last born. Worst combination ever for, for a middle <laughs> child. Worst combination ever because, you know, everyone just wrapped her in cotton wool. Wrapped her in cotton wool. Um, and yeah, I just, for me, it was just like, she was always going to get protection from everyone. I mean, from, from, you know, the fence sitters getting splinters up their backside, um, <laughs> they were always going to take her side, um, and not mine, if anything ever happened between us. And, you know, birthdays, Easter's, Christmases, she'd always get more money. She'd always get more presents. Like she'd always get all the attention. So it was like, and obviously, um, she got better attention from my mum as well. So it's like the oldest, he's got the responsibility. He's got God's special anointing that isn't for any other sibling. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the younger sibling that gets the attention from anybody else. And then where's the middle child left? Where 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 do we stay? Especially when, you know, there's constant comparison to the firstborn child. Um, By who? I think a lot of, okay, not necessarily by parents, but, you know, one thing that I will say is that it is, for our mum, she has made a point to treat all of us fairly and love us all equally, mm. right? Um, because obviously she's more than aware of some families and their struggles, you know, with... Uh, favoritism. Favoritism and things like that. And I'm sure some people listening, you could probably, like, say who your parents favorite child is if they have one which they shouldn't um because mm. that can cause a whole heap of problems generally um, it's a bad idea ge generally this is yeah it's, it's not advisable at all but you know our mum's our mum's done that for us um but back back then in those years it just it just felt very much like the eldest got more attention from the parents and responsibility but the youngest they got more attention from parents at a, at a younger age, because obviously they need more care and development and stuff like that, but also by people in communities. So let's say you go out and, you know, walking down the street or you're in a supermarket and some random just says, oh, is that your little sister? It's like, oh, she's so cute. Oh, she's so whatever. And if you're in church, it's like, oh, wow, she's the youngest rapper and quite right. She gets all the attention from people just around, like in church. In, in, and that's the setting for me that I saw um, and you know on top of that it was also a comparison of just me to my older brother as well because I was the second boy and mm. the middle child so you know remember back in uh, back in the days when we were when we were at church and then you know I'm sure some of you have had this where your parents dress you up the same and you wear the exact same clothes mm. and then they're saying but you guys look like twins they look like twins I'm just like w w we're not twins mm. people uh, people even some people still do it today people call me Corridae <laughs> and I'm just like bro we look so different we nobody don't does it anymore uh, <laughs> you'll be shocked and surprised fam you'll be shocked and surprised I, I know there's a couple people out there that haven't seen us in years and they'll see us they'll be like 
Aren't you Corday? I'm just like, nah, that's that's not me still. That's not me still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and I just felt like growing up, there was just a lot of different things and a lot of different factors. And because you see those things and you rationalize it that way, I will admit that that, you know, contributes to perhaps like acting out in certain ways. So for me, for those that don't know, when I was younger, I was one very, very violent child. Were you violent? I think I was very man. aggressive, troublesome. I was probably very troublesome. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't like I wasn't those kids that would misbehave in school or, or even fighting school. So not really violent. Yeah, but I, it's yeah, like in I the house, this fight. guy was the yeah in most the house. I was one annoying. young terrorist, fam. I swear to God. <laughs> Let's not call yourself a young terrorist, considering the times. Maybe not a young terrorist, but this in the house, this guy was the most annoying. In fact, him and. And the youngest one, it was as if they were in a competition to see who could be the most annoying child. Just like, Sheesh. you know what I mean? It's just like, no, stop stop asking for the sweet in the cupboard. Shut up and sit down. Mom said no. Look at this stickler for the rules, bruv. Look at this stickler for the rules, fam. He told you I'm a stickler for the rules. You follow the rules, follow the rules, follow the rules. What does the Bible tell us? Ask and you shall be given. What the Bible Knock tells us. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. The Bible also. Seek and you shall find. <laughs> the Bible also tells us that all have fallen short of the glory of God uh, because they've sinned. Because uh, people don't follow the rules. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. All right, go on. Well, um, the Bible does say that, so that's not a joke. But obviously you get... Yeah, you know, I get it, I get it, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you need to go out of your yeah, way you, to, you got to, to, be get, to get what flexible. you want. you got to be persistent. Yeah, you got to ask. Sometimes you got to bend the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What I, don't, what I don't appreciate right now is that you guys are getting the impression that I'm some, like, you know, you know there's, like, I don't want to say nerd, but like I'm, I'm some guy who's just like you're breaking the rules. You need to stop, stop. I'm gonna tell on you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys, guys. I'm not. He's giving you that impression, but I'm not. Nah, man, you're, you're cool. You're cool. You're alright. It's too late. Anyway, as you were saying. No, nah, if I wasn't cool, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, it's like, you know, growing up, you see that all the times, and you know. I was very, very aggressive as a child. Very, very aggressive. I'm talking if, yeah, it was, it for me anyway, for the context of our family, because, you know, thank God, we have a very peaceful family. Um, and, and, you know, we experience peace on a daily basis and we are grateful to God for that. Um, but yeah, I would just be a little gremlin sometimes. I'd just be causing so much trouble. And, you know, we thank God. Um, that's not me anymore. I've patterned up. You know, I fixed that. I can't up. be you, or else you'll be in prison. Ah, where? Do you know what it is? I don't think I'd be in prison. I just think I would be, I'd have a lot of enemies. Mm. A lot of enemies. Right, right, right. Um, and we thank God that I don't. Um, if you have a problem with me, that's a you problem, because I'm at peace with everyone, boy. Mm. I'm at peace with... <laughs> this guy. So. <laughs> if you can see his face. I don't worry, man. Visuals dropping scenes. He's in tears. He's in tears. He's in tears. God's grace. So Bad you're saying grace. that, you know, your troublemaker tendencies, because you weren't necessarily a bad boy, um, but it's I, like you were stubborn. You know nah, what I'm saying? No, nah, I was super aggressive. Like, I remember, you know, oh, I remember, like, let's say mum was dishing out food now. 
and then mum would have given you two meats because I don't know, maybe you cleaned up something or you did something really good and you know, or you know, you did something really good Stand or whatever. Did somebody come <laughs> and collect this guy, fam? Sorry, go on. So obviously, yeah, let's say you've done something really good and mum wanted to reward you by giving you two meats because for some reason... I am on my high horse right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am so on a... Even when I'm looking at this guy, I am so on a high horse right now. God forgive me. I'm, try, I'm really trying to humble myself. And God give me the grace to humble myself because I don't want to so, be... I don't want to have to be humbled by him. Go on. So, so obviously, yeah, obviously, you know, back in them days... You're a kid, you're powerless. Your mom gives you one meat, you don't dare ask for another one because <laughs> you'll just get a low load of wooden spoon <laughs> fam. I swear down. Yeah. So it's like I'm looking at the plates dished out. I've seen corridors and I'm just like, Mom, why did Corridor get to you? Like I, I want to, that's not fair. And you know that it's that mentality of of that's not fair. Mm. Or even the younger sibling getting all the attention. I want the attention, especially because I would have had it. When before she was here, do you mm. see what I'm saying? Right. But obviously, some may be too young to recognize that attention. But some people may have that because you might have somebody who grows to five years old, then they, then parents have another child. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's that mindset of that's not fair, and you know that's 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 a big problem. But you know sometimes just manifested and stuff like that. I remember, um, yeah, bruv, I'll just I'll just be in one foul mood just because I didn't get another meet. Do you know what I'm saying? But is that is can that be, you know, attributed to um the fact that you were a middle child? Because I the irony is, you know, you say, you know, the whole thing about attention because mm -hmm. the attention you got maybe was given to um our little sister when yeah, she came yeah. along. But it's like apparently, you know, story has it that you you and I were very, very helpful when she came along. True. You know what I'm saying? True, we were true, like, oh, we, we just, we always wanted to help out. We always wanted to take care of the baby kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like a new, it was like a new, you know, person. I don't want to say thing because human beings are human beings. It was a new situation. Not a bunch yeah. of cells to terminate. Abortion is wrong. Abortion is wrong. Let's get um, that out there. And that's because we, the word of God is the authority, the final authority here. Just saying. And if that was, if you've been through that, Praise God for the blood of Jesus Christ, the grace of God, which forgives all sins when you put your faith exclusively in Jesus Christ, which is demonstrated by a life submitted to him and a life lived in relationship with him. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to give your life to Christ, I highly advise you do so. Um, anyway. <laughs> you know when somebody shamelessly promotes something. <laughs> Shameless. For I am unashamed of the gang, gospel. Gang, 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 for it gang. is the power Romans one one six. Gang. Unto salvation. Gang. First for the favorite. Jew, yep, 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 yep. then for the Gentile. One but of my favorite verses still. You know, so you're really helpful. So c can you say that those tendencies you had as a kid were due to you being the middle child? Or was it just because you were stubborn? I feel like it's a bit of both. Um, a lot of issues, I... A lot of issues, I have the firm belief that they're never, ever just caused by one solitary thing. I feel like a lot of issues right. are a culmination of, you know, different things. Um, and it's built up over time. You know, as you go along, other things latch onto it. They jump, they they add onto it, they add onto it. And then you reach a breaking point. Mm. Um, so I definitely think that was the case, especially for this whole middle child syndrome stuff. 
Um, and like I said, this was my younger years. So, you know, everybody knows in your younger years, you don't process things like you ought to. Of course, You yeah. don't reason like you should. You, re- you, you, you reason, reason like a child. child. Uh-huh. You reason like a child. Great minds. Uh-huh. First Corinthians chapter 13. So, you know, I felt that that was very much my <laughs> mindset um, as I was fun. younger. But obviously growing up and yeah, even in terms of, uh, there was another thing. This one was a deep one. In mm. terms of... Um, being the second boy and the middle child, I felt very, very much in your shadow. Very, very much. Okay. And I felt like, you know, that's a theme that that has been, it's a theme that has been going on for years. And it was just this, like, same primary school, same secondary school, mm. same sick form. And it's like, you've already trod the 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 path that I'm stepping. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. It's like everywhere I'm going, I'm hearing teachers talk talk about, you know, your older sibling, he was this, he was that, he was all this, he was all that. Because he was so great, we're expecting great things from you. And it's like even before I could have been my own person, they already have the this the image mold. of you. Do you know what I'm saying? They already have the more and I expected me to fit into that. Do you know what's crazy? Just before you continue, yeah. 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 Let me chime in as the firstborn. As the firstborn, I'm looking back, you know, yeah, yeah. the people coming afterwards, I'm like, okay, I've I've showed I've I've done it. Mm-hmm. This is where I went right, this is where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. Now you you do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and do better. But for you it was like, oh, you know, now I have to like measure up to to this person, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. But sorry, go on. Nah, yeah, it's, you raise you raise a valid point. There's all there's always, you know, two sides of, of the coin. And you know, there is that to look at as well. But obviously within that, it's just remembering people are the individual people. Mm, um, for sure. And, you know, people will handle and process things differently. Yeah. Resilience is different. Um, one thing that I will definitely say, I will always admit my brother's a harder worker than me. He's 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 the type of person. Maybe, actually. No, it, so I, I mean, heard harder I mean, work and I heard, anyway, go on. Harder worker in different things. Obviously, I work hard in different things and he works hard in different sure. things. Um but what I will say is that he's also better than me at, you know, putting the necessity before the luxury. Most definitely. Oh my word. Most definitely. That should be another podcast yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, the necessi- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the necessity before the luxury. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But you know, and you know, that's that's where my brother excels. But for me, um, where I excel almost to a fault, if if I'm not careful. Boy, boy, boy. What what Another episode. Another fairly, episode. anyway, go on. Another yeah. episode. But yeah, for me, it's just different. Like, let's say, if it's something that I care about, you know, then I'll put my all into it. If it's something mm. that I care about, and that goes for anything going on in my life. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? If it's something that I care about, I'll put my all into it. Like, even ask for people that know me, and they know that I play table tennis, or even when I play any kind of sport, like... Trust me, I'm not in like the best shape, like f- in terms of like fitness wise, I'm not in the best shape. Like I'll probably run for like two minutes and I'm I'm breathing heavy, and you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is it what is it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> like, but even when I play like five aside, six aside, seven aside football at uni, like I'm competitive. Mm. I don't want to lose, and if I lose, I will be very very angry. Because I will that's be very pissed off. About. Because I'm very competitive, because I care. Mm. When it comes to sports, I care. I don't care if it's just a kickabout. I don't care if I'm playing, you know, whatever level. I, I just want to win because I love sports and I'm competitive. Mm. So when it comes to that, you'll see me putting practice hours like 
table tennis, I put in practice hours. You know, if even if it's playing uh, squash, I push myself. Playing dodgeball, I push myself. Mm. So you know, there's just other things that I care about, and once I do care, I put my effort into it. But yeah, it's just it's just understanding that you know different people handle things differently, and their people are individuals. And so you're saying basically just to to make sure that you know I'm understanding you here. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, so you've gone ahead, and it's like okay, you you've quote unquote set. I guess the standard maybe yeah, or yeah. sets you've you've modeled a pattern of some sort mm -hmm. of okay this is how you can do you can excel because you know where I went right yeah, yeah. you also know where I went wrong kind yeah. of thing and it's like yeah but because you're an individual you know the things that I care about or cared about perhaps you didn't care about them in education yeah do you know exactly, what I'm saying exactly. so it was like okay so that meant that your output in terms of certain things in education um, or even at different stages in life, were channeled in certain areas yeah, yeah. and not in other areas, mm, which mm. would mean that to the onlooker, it would be like, oh, you know, he's not he's not following the pattern or he's not quote-unquote doing as well or he's not working as hard. Yeah. But it's because we're two different individuals. Exactly. And what was motivating me is perhaps not motivating you or yeah. it's not mo you're not motivated in the same areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, that leads to a different result. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so, okay. So then in terms of middle child right you've already started talking about it but what do you think that you being the middle child specifically affected in your life like what did it specifically impact you know you've already mentioned some of the effects of being a middle child and how other people viewed you right how other people related to you yeah but in terms of you now you know you mentioned before that you would just act out mm -hmm. you mentioned as well that mm -hmm. um you know because you you are who you are you're your own individual mm -hmm. you know I, you may not necessarily fit into the mold or the frame that yeah, I yeah. that I happen to have sculpted out. Yeah, yeah. As the firstborn, so um, I want you to just kind of talk more about you know basically, you know how can we know that somebody having been the middle child and whatever that means for them mm. is affecting them? How can you identify Perfect. that? Perfect. That's that is that is a, a an excellent question, and for me. Um, the main thing that I will say in fact in, in terms of how I was impacted was my identity. Right. That was a massive, massive, massive thing. Because I was going through life, especially and you know, education, you spend a lot of your time, especially from one from some people from one year year old to sixteen, so other people one year old to eighteen, other people one year old to twenty one, you spend the majority of your time in education. Mm. So what people say, what people tell you, that is a lot of the stuff that you'll internalize. Yeah. And obviously going from primary, secondary, and sixth form, all going to the same places as my brother did, hearing that same rhetoric, and mm. even at church where, you know, my brother was that guy in terms of, you know, playing drums and, you know, just the stuff that, obviously the stuff you did at church and whatnot, mm. it was a thing where, all right, cool, like Cordy's up here. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, all the all the all these prayers and you know prophecies over your life and stuff like that. Um, it was just the thing where I would constantly hear that, constantly hear that, constantly hear that, constantly hear, oh yeah, you know, your brother's already set a good example, you need to follow it, follow it as well. And right. I keep going. It I struggled so badly with identity and being myself, mm. you know, highlighting myself. What is it that makes me me? What is it that makes me different? Right. You know, being younger, dressing up the same. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Cool, you can dress up like that, but why do like now like? Do you, do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and my identity really, 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 really suffered, mm. really suffered, 
Um, you know, even in terms of like, I'll keep ah, uh, even in terms of girls. Oh my days. Okay. This oh is, my. I I like what you're about to touch on because I know I've I've had my male friends who they were the second male in yeah, the house. Yeah. And you know, there always seems there always has seemed to be this whole thing of the oldest the oldest male is somehow attracting all the girls. Yeah. And the bro. second one when he was younger doesn't oh get a lot of attention. And we'll, and we'll get on this because, yeah, yeah. you know, when they then get to university and it's just them themselves and they're grown up and they're kind of starting to glow, yeah, yeah. it's like I'm getting attention. Mm. And all of a sudden there's like a loss of control where yeah, it's like Yeah, they they move for gazy. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, it's like yeah. girls were never looking at me before. Mm-hmm. Now they are. It's like I'm gonna enjoy like I don't even know what the cognition is behind that. Mm. But before we get to that, go on go on speak on what you were talking about with girls. But yeah, so like as a as a category of, of yeah, how yeah, being a middle of, child affects. So I'd say the girls definitely came under identity as well. Now let me explain how, you know, for the longest time. I was I was young. I was in uh, secondary school, an all boys secondary school, and you know I used to think raw. In fact, let's even start from primary school. Let's even start from primary school. Obviously, you shouldn't be liking anybody in primary school. You got your little crushes here and there. Mm. I remember there was two specific girls, and I, these girls were so fam. I don't even know if you can say they were so leng. Like I was a kid, I didn't even know what <laughs> leng. Was. I didn't even know what leng was. What were we saying back then? We weren't really saying buff, were we? What were we saying? Now, I th- I th- it was closer to buff back then. It wasn't Leng. Leng, wasn't Leng, Leng is, a, no, is more of a, a recent mean, thing. It's a recent, yeah, development. Sorry, go on. But yeah, so obviously, primary school, I was feeling these two girls. Ah, oh, yeah. I found out one liked, man. But then, you know, they never really like you. It's just they like you one day, then they like the next person the other day, then yeah, they like yeah. the next person the other Children. day. Children. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, then I found out I was, I was doing um, a drama in year six, and I found out I got the lead role. And then the girl that I liked got the supporting role. I was like, sweet dog. Mm. But even then, that was a mad thing because that just didn't bang. My acting and the performance was sick. Don't get twisted. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Don't get, I was hard yeah. as a kid. That was hard. But mm. yeah, that, that just didn't bang. Um, and then obviously left year, left primary, got to secondary school. Secondary school, um, I went to an all-boys school. And you know, surrounded by a whole heap of testosterone. Mm. And you know, man them are hey. man them in year seven, man them in year eight, man them in year nine, they're out here being whores, chopping girls left, right, and center. Mm. You know, with no remorse, no regard. And it's from that early stage, obviously, they start seeing girls as things. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it was just like seeing all of that and knowing that, okay, my brother's already been here. He set a foundation. He's a blue blazer, this and that. Oh, a blue blazer oh. back then. Oh, the coveted <laughs> blue blazer. You know, it's so funny. You look back on these things and it's like, you know, whatever significance that had oh. is not a lifelong one. Not at all. You know, the significance is for that moment maybe to pivot you in a certain direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, like yeah. Outside of that, you know, nobody, when you're applying to go and work at a company in Canary Wharf, they, they don't, what the heck was a blue blazer? We all wear blue blazers here. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, what, do, yeah. what do you mean? What are you talking about? But back then, the blue blazers were essentially the senior prefects. Yeah. Like, and because we had yeah. the blue blazers, it was almost like, you know, you've got that that team in America, you know, that the athletes and they're like, they're those guys. Yeah, and, you know, they walk like through. All-star team. Yeah, yeah. And they've got bro. their jerseys or they've got their. Just to put it their, into context, for in, yeah. our, in our school, the normal colored blazers are maroon. 
So yeah. if you had a like a, a navy blue blazer, it was like yo. It like, literally set you apart. It was like, just so different. Yeah, hundred. It 100. also it also just legit felt like better quality as well. Yeah, hundred. Big facts. So <laughs> obviously, yeah, like my brother was all of those things, and then. I'd gone in and the hearing teacher saying, oh, you're Oli T's brother. Because obviously they used to call him Oli T in, in, in secondary yeah. school. And it was just like, okay, let me jump. Yeah, it was, yeah, th- that all added to it. But as for the girls, it was like, I didn't know any girls outside of church. The mm. only place I had interaction with girls was church. Absolutely. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, confidence in myself just wasn't there. Yeah. It was not there. People that know me now, they know, bruv, my level of confidence, ah, it's even borderline in our arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously, obviously, I keep it humble and whatnot. But I'm confident, and I am who I am. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. But obviously, back then it was like I was in a boys, it was like, I was in a boys' school where so many girls were getting, so many guys were getting girls, mm. numerous girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like I'm not even chilling with any girls because mm. Nigerian mum. Once you finish school, you come back home. Come I don't want home. you to roam in the streets for nothing. Yeah, I bought you everything you need is in the house. You no need to be on the streets. Literally, you don't need to go to your friend's house. You don't yep. need to stay out with them for nothing. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't meet any girls. Didn't know any girls. Didn't do anything like that. Even at church, it wasn't like there was a great abundance of girls that were my age. So yeah, it's, it's it was literally like, all right, cool. The only place where I could even meet girls. Or, or chat, chat to girls or anything like that was church and even yeah. church isn't the right context for exactly to girls so me or even making that, girls as friends because we again yeah yeah, yeah. unconfident yeah, shy, yeah, yeah. You and me exactly both, yeah. exactly um and it was a thing where i went a good chunk probably all of secondary school believing that i would never ever get a girl wow ever i swear to you i i i genuinely believe no girl could ever love me Ever. Wow. That's so crazy. that's how bad my confidence was. I, I had zero confidence in myself. Mm. Or whatever confidence I was portraying was just what I showed to people outside. Mm. Inside myself, I knew how I was struggling. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and that just contributed towards, you know, um, uh, my, my own identity and, you know, struggling. And it's like, throughout all these time periods, I'm seeing my brother and he's just like, like, girls are just onto this guy, bro. <laughs> Like these drones are just onto him, cuz. Don't don't make it sound like that. They're man. just Come onto on. his clout, bruv. <laughs> and it's like, you know, he could he could move. Okay, cool. There was like there was one girl in, in primary school times. But that was that was whatever. And then there was I'm not trying to name drop in it. I'm not yeah. trying to name drop. <laughs> He's just exposing all my business. Like <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, there was one like that, but that was nothing. Primary school's nothing in it. Then there was, there's just been, there's been a couple. There's been like, there's been a, like a sizable, like not sizable. <laughs> my, my, bro, my bro's not that guy to just be, you know, going out with girls and wasting time. Like, no. We're not, we're not on that. We're not on that at all. Um, but obviously the plenty of girls have shown interest in this guy. <sighs> this guy says plenty. It is plenty Compa- in, compa- in comparison to me. It's all relative, isn't it? But I hear what you're saying. Uh, don't play the politician card and say it's all relative, bro. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Ever the diplomat. Don't so do that. Ever the diplomat. But yeah, like, you know, seeing this guy, you know, and he, my brother, he's the type of person where if he's trying to go, you don't need to hide it from me. Like, we're, we're bros, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. he'll just say, yeah, I'm chatting, yeah, chatting to this girl or whatnot. And he'll be like, yeah, all right, cool, it is what it is. But then even seeing that, it's like, raw, all these girls are chatting to my brother, like, I want to be able to ha- get girls as well. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? Because 
ladies, let me tell you this now. For guys to know that they can get the interest of several girls without them even putting too much effort in and the girl just naturally likes them, it is a ma massive confidence booster. Massive. Because you see, a lot of guys, they'll just like to know, you know, let's say they're not even interested in a girl particularly, but the girl says, oh, yeah, if we weren't friends, I would. Or if it wasn't this, I would. Or like, oh, yeah, I actually find you attractive, but we're friends and this and that. Mm. For a guy to hear that, that shoots his ego all the way to the top. Yeah. Or his confidence, you know what I'm saying? Because it tells him he's desirable. Exactly, exactly. So it was like going through, you know, that whole secondary school phase and, you know, just thinking that even at, even, yeah, but secondary school, for most of secondary school, I'm thinking that it was just, yeah, it was it was peak. It was peak. And, you know, I, it was always looking at my brother and just seeing him getting girls and I wasn't getting any girls. It was like me and him practically walked the same circles. Mm. How is it this guy was getting girls and I wasn't? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And it, it was it was peak, bruv. It was peak. But once again, it's identity. Mm. It's identity. And, you know, the the middle child thing. And I feel like I feel like it impacts um, middle children more than they sometimes know. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of the things that they go for or struggle with um, has been as a result of seeing things and just taking in things subconsciously. Okay. And they think to themselves, but then they never verbalize that out. Like what? Do you have um, any examples or? So, I don't know. Let's say the thing about girls. I don't think I ever said out loud to you anyway that I never think I'd, I'd ever get a girl. Do you know what I'm saying? That's something I thought to myself and I kept it to myself. Mm. And you know, there's there's other things that, that you know, middle children will think about and will ponder on and they just won't share with anyone. Mm. Um but obviously this is this is this is me saying this in younger years. Yeah. Where as you grow up, for me personally, I expect the middle child thing to dwindle away. Mm -hmm. Um when it comes to girls, yeah, now <laughs> 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 We thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm like, I'm I'm good now, innit? Like, I'm yeah. good. I'm Mr. Confident. I, yes, I still have my insecurities and things like that. But fam, there's there's no confidence issues there. Like, chat to girls, that can be done. Mm. That, that can really be done. And, you know, in terms of even my identity now, I am my own person and nobody's changing that for anything. You know, for those for those people that have uh, that I've met both my brother and myself, um, and even from our pictures on on the on the Purple Podcast page on on Instagram, my brother's wearing a suit. I'm wearing a hoodie and tracksuit bottoms. The difference between us is it's it's a day and night difference. Mm. Like we are our own individual people, absolutely. And it is where it is, and that's perfectly fine. And mm. you know, people know me for me. People know my brother for my brother, and it is where it is. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm. I'm happy with how I am. You know. I felt like for a very long time growing up, I was in my brother's shadow. I was in his shadow, but it's like, especially university was the key thing that was like, I boom, this I guy's. I like this transition guy. because for me, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you as well. You know, you've identified. You said that how you you may have acted out as a result of mm. being a middle child and perhaps not getting attention. Mm. At least we can say for certain from girls, yeah, yeah. and perhaps getting attention, but seeing a heightened emphasis um, on the one below you, mm. the one above you, yeah. you know, which can then make you feel like you're not getting any attention at all. Yeah. Um, 
you know, perhaps resulted in you being aggressive or like always feeling like that's not fair and then mm. therefore needing to fight your case mm. or persist to get what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, and things like, as you said, you know, with um, I just generally with identity, who mm. am I? Yeah. You know, he's this, she's that, but who am I? Yeah. Um, so then I kind of wanted to transition because I know there'll be there'll be manifold manifestations yeah. of of how that may, you know, because as as there are many different people, there will be so many different expressions as well. Right. But then in terms of how you came out of that, you already touched on it. You said, you know, as you grow up, you know, you 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 get past it. Mm. But what were those things as you were growing um, and as you are still continuing to grow yeah. that really helps you to, because I think that key point of identity is key, mm. that really helped you to sort of establish, okay, this is who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm not in his shadow. Like I know who I am when, when the dust settles, when nobody else is around, this is me. You know, what helped you to get to that point or get out of that middle child syndrome funk, so to speak. All right, cool. So um, in doing that, Prayer is massive, uh, you know. <sighs> prayer, my mum always used to pray and she used to say, you know. Still does. And still does, you know. Let there be a clear, like, let let let, let me find my identity. Mm. And, you know, be be assured in who I am as a person. Oh, right, yeah. And, she did and be, to pray and, that, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because she used to see how I used to struggle and, and you know, how it was always a comparison between me and you and stuff. And she would just, like, help them be their own individual people. Um, so pray that was parents one thing. Are a blessing from God. I uh, pray and parents, fam, under un, underrated blessing, underrated, highly underrated. But that was one thing. Another thing is that you know, just thinking now, um, listen to what you actually want to do. Listen to I listen to what I wanted to do. You remember when you know I wanted to play drums, mm. and the thing is, I had been wanting to play drums even before you jumped on the kit. Yeah, even, even oh. from before. Should uh, maybe we won't tell that story today. Boy, that story, yeah, boy. Now because I wanted to do it, because drums is something I wanted to do, you know, I stuck to it, and I and I stuck to to my laurels. Laurels, I think you might be able to say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We might. Yeah, VAR says yes. So you know, <laughs> I stuck. I stuck to it. I stuck to it and you know I'm playing drums now do you know what I'm saying and I chased what I wanted I chased what I wanted so which was a good thing in itself to chase of course of course do you know what I'm saying some people saying I want to to, what is it is it shooting squares or what do people call it bang squares is it banging squares or bang jobs well anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's like that's one thing that I'd say in terms of being able to help oh sorry shooting squares or banging squares or banging jobs is 419 by the way, four one nine is fraud. Fraud, money laundering, illegal, <laughs> illegal financial <laughs> activity, that, that? money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, in terms of getting myself out of that funk of you know middle child syndrome and you know things not fair and you know in in someone's shadow and all that stuff, that was number one. It's I, identifying I, unique desires. Yes, find unique desires and follow them through, because in the moment it may just seem like oh you just want to do this thing because you want to do it. But after it's been a while, you'll look back and that will be one of the things that culminate in giving you your identity. Do you want to know what's really interesting as well? I think that might have been a gem right there. But you know what's really interesting as well is the fact that, Thank you, you know, having followed through, oh, glory to God, or having followed through life, yeah. following my example, mm. there was now something that I was doing 
that you just genuinely wanted. Yeah. Not necessarily because I was doing it. Yeah. Because you wanted it from from way back. We yeah. both did. But it was a genuine desire which just happened to be in a path I'd already trodden, mm, so to speak. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it was almost like, a, well, he's there. We don't like. We don't really need, you know. Yeah. We don't really no need, need for a second one. There's yeah, no need yeah. for a second one. But it's like, no, I want this, so I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. And now it is really wulu for us. Yeah, man. And what does wulu mean? Wulu is like a Yoruba term meaning it's like it's useful. Yes, yes, it's yeah, useful. Yeah. And then. You know, I'll give you another example of, you know, finding my identity. Um, music in our family, music's massive. You know, my brother, my mum, my sister, they're all singers. Don't ask me if I'm a singer. <laughs> I can hold a note. I can tell you that. I yeah. can hold a note. I won't claim to be no, you know, riffing. You also understand harmonies, which is more than many, 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 many singers. That I understand as well. But, you know, I, I cannot do as much as my, my, my family can do. But music's very important in this family. And so, you know, my brother, this guy, what was it? Drums, then bass, then oh, keys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy can sing, the guy can play drums, the guy can play bass, the guy can play keys. And for me, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, uh-huh. And then this is just me on one conga playing conga, fam. And obviously back then, I didn't understand the importance of conga. Obviously now, I love it. And, yeah. you know, that will always be my bass instrument that I started with. So in, in various Pentecostal churches, um, particularly if they're West African, particularly if they're Nigerian, the band will also have a percussion session, a section where you've got the drums, you know, and you've also got conga drums as well. Yes, yes, yes. And you'll have this, this instrument called a talking drum. I know you Nigerians will be Nigerian, familiar with it. Yeah. Um, Ghanaians have it but they don't use it in the same way I thought a lot of other, a lot of other African countries have it yeah. but they obviously call it different things but yeah. you know it's the same it's the same instrument yeah, Nigerians are the best anyway so. um, Nigerians are the best at it just putting that out there <laughs> argue with yourself trigger um, be triggered <laughs> be triggered <laughs> so um, no, yeah so I obviously that. looked at him playing those instruments and I was just like right and I can see, and again this goes to you know being in his shadow I can see him being the guy at church he's doing all this stuff and he's getting elevated, but it's like it's different when then I've wanted something that he, I've wanted something that you've already done. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying. Um, and then for me, I wanted to play drums, so then I played drums. The other thing that I wanted to do that was different from my brother, I saw the talking drum, and then after yeah. a couple of years, I wanted to learn how to play it. Mm. And you know, same thing. Mum would say only certain people that were born in a certain family can play talking drum, and this and that. My brother was just like, oh, you can learn it, but just make sure you're serious with it, innit? Mm. So obviously I got a talking drum now and I just got to practicing. And, you know, I've played a couple of times in my church. I'm practicing at home. And, you know, they're giving me encouragement saying, you know, you're getting better. Keep practicing, keep going. And, you know, um, just the things that you want to do, the things that your heart really want to do, follow those things, do them. Do you know what I'm saying? Really, really do them. So long um, as they're good. So long as they're good and, you know, they're, they're beneficial and good for your spirit, soul and body. And when I say for your body, no, I'm not talking about sex. Get your head out the gutter. I'm just <laughs> like, like, you know, it's just, as long as they're good for you and they're beneficial and, and they're godly, do them. Do you know what I'm saying? That, a final example or something else that I'll say as well that helped towards my identity was understanding what I enjoyed at school as well. Mm. Because education was where I had the most comparison to you Mm. Um, obviously apart from church it was like finding myself in education as well so obviously you've gone down like the more sciencey path in terms of you know 
um, biomed and stuff like that. And then I went more down the sports path. Mm. I realized in secondary school, like I said, my fitness has never been the greatest. Um, you know, secondary school, doing the bleep test. Lord have mercy. I'll never forget the first time I did that bleep test. Oh, my word. Oh, my days. I got level six, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What does it go up to? It goes up to like twelve. Oh no, it goes up to like twenty something. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, like twenty something. And then like elite athlete athletes, they get like I think it was level like eighteen or nineteen and above or something yeah. like that. But I remember doing the bleep test. I got level six. It showed how woeful my fitness was. Yeah, that's like still walking, no? Brav. Or like maybe skipping. Brav. So obviously, obviously did the did the whole fitness planning and I got level ten. And we thank God that at least that's that's some, that's somewhat Decent. respectable. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but I was nowhere near the fittest, but I just, I loved sports. I picked P as a GCSE, absolutely loved it. I loved the whole exercising thing. I just, I had fun playing sports. I was just like a very, very competitive person. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I ended up doing that in sick form. Loved sports, you know? We had some different teachers, because obviously we did partially different subjects, but we both did biology. Um, but obviously my subjects were different and we had different teachers. I loved sports. Absolutely loved it. Um, still competitive, even in sick form. I go to university, did a sports degree, you know? Yeah. And I realized that sports is something that I love now, you know, and it's something that I enjoy. And, you know, doing just doing all of that, it just became more and more apparent how different I was to you, like to mm -hmm. my brother. See what I'm saying? And even at uni, getting involved with ACS, you know, I was heavily embedded in it, heavily embedded um throughout all my years there and you know it, it just all of this stuff was just culminating in creating my own like myself my own identity our own separate individual or realizing your own I, or realizing do you know what i'm saying and you know in the what i will tell people and what I, what I will advise people is that when you're in the process and when you're like during the process you won't realize it you'll only realize it when you look back on it Mm. do you know what I'm saying when you look back on it and then you, you think to yourself everything that you've done that makes you you that's when you'll look back on it and you'll be thankful for the things that you've done mm. um, so yeah in terms of getting out of the funk of that you know middle child and you know in your in in um, in your shadow it's just you need to follow the things that your heart really and truly wish to do and follow them through mm. follow them through and do them and you know um, and also pray but yeah, you'll be fine, man. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You know, it it helps as well um, because you know you're when you're because like my brother said, you know, you'll find that you'll get into situations where it'll be little things, well, not little things, but things like you have your own friends. Yeah, you know I'm saying things like yeah, you know, you yeah. go to a different university where it's just yeah, yeah. There is no oh, my brother was here first. There is no yeah, you know, there is nobody to be compared to. You're just your own self. Things like that. Mm. also help um you touched on something which i was going to say you know um the christians amongst us would understand for in all things god is working to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose yes which is what you touched on when you were saying that you know when you're going through the process you won't necessarily um understand it but yeah when you look back you'll be like ah that makes sense and the yeah. example for me was like you know we mentioned before at the beginning of the episode the whole thing of that's not fair yeah and like feeling the need to fight your own corner or fight your own cases like fight for what it is that you want mm -hmm. um i think that 
that is a good thing. That's there is a such thing as good stubbornness. Yeah. It's just learning to channel it in the right ways. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. you've experienced both times where you've been stubborn and it's not good it's just because of a selfish desire yeah and then also times where you've been stubborn it's because i know i want to learn how to do this thing and it becomes useful to not just you but to maybe detractors it becomes useful to people who around you yeah who before were like why why are you doing that you don't need to do that or yeah, we don't man. want that definitely do you know what i'm saying because definitely. it's a good thing yeah. but that stubbornness was channeled into that and yeah. so i think it's you know learning to use the the not necessarily good or evil things but just neutral qualities yeah that you have gained through whatever life situation you've been in, mm. learning to use those qualities for good. Definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I think that's definitely a good focus um, for you if you're in that position um, or if you're in any position that that applies to. Mm. And then also from what you were saying about, you know, looking introspectively and saying, okay, what is it that I like? What is it that I want to do? Yeah. And things like that. Of, of course, trying to be careful not to be selfish now. Right. Um, but like, it's understanding that you are an individual. Mm. You know, you're not just the middle child. Yeah. You are, call yourself out by your name. Do you mm. feel what I'm saying? Like you are, you're, like you are who you are. Mm. And like recognizing that because naturally, like you said, there'll be things that you have a leaning towards. Mm. Um, and perhaps the narrative of, of following such and such footsteps mm. may make you, because the people who say that often are saying that because they say, oh, it works for this person. We want it to work for you as well. Yeah. But like you were saying, you will have natural leanings or things that, you know, even callings on your own life or like burdens on your own, placed on your own heart yeah. that are for you mm. and not for other people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And because God created you as an individual, you know, let me get on the soapbox because I've, I've been <laughs> off it. I've been behaving myself, you know. God created you as an individual. It's time for you to recognize yourself as one. Yeah. Which is yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm just saying it's the point that you are making yeah, about yeah. looking introspectively. And if you haven't figured it out yet, it will come. Yeah, you know, and, and the most important thing that you're saying, prayer. Yeah. Pray about it. You know, we said it before. The hearts of the king are like a stream of water before the Lord. He directs it however he pleases. Definitely. And it's the same thing for everybody. It's like, you know, if you don't know, you know, if, if it is a thing where I've just been doing, you know, what my older sister did or what my older brother did, I don't know what I like to do, mm. you know, pray about it. And you might find that actually the whole time you've been doing what they've been doing because you genuinely like it. Yeah, 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 it's the truth. Or you might find like my brother is that, okay, you know, I actually lean more towards this. I want to go down this route instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, you know, let's just sort of end on this then. You know, um, just sorry. Oh yeah, go on. Just one one thing um, to highlight for a lot of people. I just want to put this out there: identity never ever stops evolving. Yeah, that's it. So don't don't get to a point where you think, okay, you know, so you've got a good grasp on your identity. Because me, when I really look back, it's taken me twenty two years. I've had to finish university, live an extra year of life just to see, and then now I'm I, I'm pretty confident. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even now that I'm confident, as God wills it, my identity and, you know, more stuff could get added in the next six months yeah. that could change it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Identity is very, very fluid. So, you know. Oof, oof, easy. The liberals will love that one. <laughs> identity is fluid. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. And let's hey, slow down. If you're liberal, you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's let's slow down. It's a podcast, man. I'm talking about the identity in the context of this conversation. Yeah. In the context of this conversation. <laughs> it is very, very um I won't use the word malleable because no. 
just know. But it's dynamic. But it's dynamic. I hear you'll live long. <laughs> in it's, good health and peace and prosperity. To the and glory of God amen, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And you as well. Hallelujah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, so obviously, um, yeah, man, just people don't get bogged down in trying to find your identity. Your identity is the culmination of the things that you're doing today. Okay. Okay. Jem? I'm I'm mulling it over. I'm thinking on it. Your identity... I'm not the judge. If it's blessing the people, it's blessing the people. I listen, yeah. Your identity Uguay, is the culmination Uguay, of the Uguay, you <laughs> you've been dropping gems on multiple episodes. Let me have this one. <laughs> I'll, let you have the, I'll let you have this one. <laughs> so, so no, my guy. But Glory yeah, just, God, just, always, man. Just, just remember that, man. Just just remember that, innit? You see, obviously, this, this episode was a little bit of, of an insight into myself but as you wanted to say no i love it because you know i, I was literally gonna say you know what would you say to um you know those people who i'll just i'll just say this um maybe it doesn't need bearing it doesn't bear it doesn't need to be said but firstborns you know if you are that guy that girl if you are whatever you are you know don't because I do want to acknowledge that sometimes there are firstborns who are, they make all the mistakes. Yeah. And the secondborn is the responsible one. Yes. The secondborn yes, is, is the, the desired one. The secondborn yeah. born is the cherished one. Shout the secondborn is the, is the promised child. Mm. So, you know, you know, or oh, sorry, the uh, the middle child is the promised child. You know what I mean? Coming like Isaac. Um, and even then it's like, oh, I've had to pick, but even then it's still an identity crisis of I've had to pick up his slack or her yeah, slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel I what I'm saying? You. I hear you. Um, but what I do want to say is firstborns, whatever position you're in, you know, don't then, if there is maybe jealousy or a want from, from the ones coming behind you, don't rub it in. Don't mm. make it worse. Mm. Do you feel what I'm saying? Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like that doesn't bear say, it doesn't need saying, but there you go. Um, just leave off on this last one. Um, you know, what What do you say to guys who are still unconfident? You know, you're talking before about girls and things like that. What yeah. do you say to those guys? Confidence. Um, well, number one, let's make sure that we're, we're, we're talking about the right kind of confidence. There's worldly confidence and then there's godly confidence. Amen. That's number one. Number two, what would I say to those guys? It's a number of different things. Number one, a lot of it is mindset and mentality. I am living and breathing proof that you can struggle with insecurities but still be one of the most confident people ever. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think generally people will agree with that. Definitely. Definitely, you know. Or you will present, you will portray. Of course. As confident. Of course. But you're saying like you're actually confident. Yes. As in, yeah. I'm, yes, I'm very confident. Yeah. Even all these artists that you see doing bravado, doing all of this stuff, when they go back into their houses, I guarantee you there's stuff that they worry about. 100%. There's insecurities that they have. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So we are no different. Mm. We are no different. In terms of that, it's 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 about mindset. So um, you need to believe that you're the guy. There is space for more than one the guy. Yeah. In this lifetime, do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's actually space for loads of us. Mm. So that's one thing you need to actually believe that yeah, you're the guy. Um, number two, you actually need to have source and belief in yourself man honestly personality personality is a massive 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 thing um you know different people have different uh, like portray their 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 confidence in different ways for mm -hmm. me i'm a type of person i can speak to a lot of people and you know i can do that kind of stuff and be the outgoing person in uni i'm walking around with a speaker and 
people always say, you will hear me before you see me. <laughs> big, big man, yeah. you will hear me before you see me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's just confidence of, you got to be yourself, man. You got, you got to be yourself. It's a tough one because different people find their confidence in different ways. Yeah. You know, like, and confidence isn't always being the loudest voice in the room. Mm. Not at all. Sometimes confidence is just being a silent cool, reassurance, collected guy. Shout out to the to the king of composure, like I mentioned in episode one. Mm. You know, um, just find your confidence. What is your confidence in? Find that. That's another one. What is that's the right question for you? What's your confidence in? Once you find what your confidence is in, perhaps you can use that as a springboard to find confidence in other areas of your life. Mm. So, what is it potentially you're good at? You know, are you good at maths? Find your confidence in maths. Let that try and reach out to other things. Mm. You know, are you confident at, I don't know, you know, playing an instrument? Use that confidence to, I don't know, impact other people. You've got to find what you're good at and then work that to your advantage. That's mm. what I would say. That's really good. And you know what? I think I'd even take it a step further as well and that mm. um, place your confidence in that which is unshakable. Yes. And unbreakable. Yes, yes, yes. Very wise words. The reason I say that is because, you know, the musician who is a virtuoso on the piano, mm. what happens if their arms get amputated? Yeah. And that's what their confidence was in. Their confidence, you know, dropped off the day their arms were so severed from their body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real rap. Where did they then find their confidence? Real rap. Or, you know, if you're, like you said, if you're really, really good at maths, because it's it's true, like God has placed things inside of you, um, and it's very easy as humans to look at those things and gain confidence from them. Yeah. And oftentimes it's because, oh, I'm good at this. And if if you are good at something, praise God, use it for His glory. Be good at it and be confident about it as well. Yeah. Humility is not lack of confidence. Humility is not, oh, you know, I'm, oh, I, I'm just so ugly. When in actuality, we all know you're you're very handsome or you're very pretty. Do you know what I'm saying? That's not humility. It's not humility is not self self uh derision mm. humility is acknowledgement of what you possess but acknowledgement of who gave it to you yeah, yeah yeah that's in my opinion and maybe there's more to it than that but in my humble opinion we can at least say that is what humility is mm. acknowledgement of what you have acknowledgement of who gave it to you right and so when it comes to that confidence i would even say you know the step for even me it's like put in that confidence because it's easier said than done but very true put in that confidence in the one now i'm helping you along in the one who is unshakable yeah you know the one who isn't he's not going anywhere like when you die he will still be there yeah i'm talking about god jesus yeah, yeah, just in yeah. case you didn't just to jump off of that i feel like a lot of people know me to be confident but don't know the reason why okay. everything that i've said it is because i've got jesus christ backing me yeah that's the one thing that I will say because, you know, you're just saying how place your confidence in, you know, uh, something that's unshakable. The fact that I'm a Christian, the fact that um, I have such overwhelming belief and faith in Jesus Christ. The by fact, his grace. By his grace. The fact that, you know, I just, I know and, my, and, I, and I feel that my faith is unshakable that and, you know, that's not going anywhere. That is my springboard to then, you know, my identity to which my identity has been built off of, mm. and you know that's why I'm I'm so confident and I'm rooted in that, mm. and that's why that cannot easily be taken away from me, um, and it won't be at all. Yeah, 
What the devil ain't give you, he cannot take away. Gang. Tell you know again. what I'm saying? Um, and suck out, fam. <laughs> straight out, straight Quite down. frankly. But, and that's the other thing. Like, this is one of the benefits of Christianity. It's not a confidence that comes from, you know, your works. Yes, there can be assurance and things like that. But mm. it's a confidence that comes, that is given to you by God. It's a faith that's, it's the gift of faith. It's given yeah. to you by God. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what we just want to encourage everybody to do, you know, Put your don't put your confidence in ma- in any man. Yeah, that man including yourself. Mm. You know, but put your confidence in in God. Um, so I think that's a good that's a good place to stay. Uh, sorry, that's a good place to end. You know, if it was a meeting, I'd say, all right, let's let's bow our heads and pray. But <laughs> yeah. sorry, yeah, sorry, go on. Um, last thing, big man thing. I just wanted to shout out everybody that's shown me any type of love, not even for yeah, just for the man. podcast, but like. For me as a person, or if you approve of me, like, and you know, you've been riding and for for me and whatnot, like, I got serious time for you. I want to shout out my Ethiopian babes, like, she knows who she is, man. She knows who oh. she is. She knows who she is. But yeah, she's gang as well. Oh, all, all my brethrens. Oh, don't, 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 stop it. <laughs> stop it. But yeah, all my brethrens, all my family, and that. Yeah, man, serious love, serious love, like. You you guys are a massive reason as to why my confidence is the way it is as well. So shout out to everybody like that, man. Mm. On a big man thing, I got serious time for you, man. A brother is born for a time of adversity, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Gang. So I think on that note, we'll just end off. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Again, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Podcast. A more somber, more vulnerable, um, more intimate one. Yeah. Um, but one that I think bears bears saying and one that I think was is necessary to hear. Mm. Um because by God's grace, either we know somebody who's a middle child or, you know, we know somebody who's struggling with these very same issues, or, you know, we're gonna have children or we're gonna, hopefully by God's grace we're gonna have children in the future one day. Definitely. So it's man. good to, to bear these things in mind because yeah, you might have children sooner than you expect or later than you expect. For real. So it's just good to it's good to know. So um yeah, man, as always. You can get in touch with us on Instagram at, at underscore the purple podcast. Yeah, yeah. Where you'll see our wonderful, beautiful, handsome faces. Gang. As well as some content from us as well. Gang. Um, and yeah, shout out to the purple people, the purple nation. Gang, gang, As always, gang. get yourself a little red, get yourself a little blue. Yeah, yeah. And be a part of the purple people. Yes. My name is Corriday. And my name is David. And we out. Peace. Yeah.